Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Isla Schaefer. Isla is a multilingual world folk singer-songwriter and a visionary musical artist, weaving together a stunning repertoire of original poetic songs with traditional and tribal music. She's a passionate carrier of traditional songs and indigenous wisdom, with a vision to inspire others to find their soul expression, inner guidance, and earth ancestral connection using the power of sound and voice. She expresses her vision through her music, spiritual ceremonies, workshops and retreats, women's womb wisdom work, one-to-one -one voice coaching, drum reiki, sound healing, and water ceremonies. And on a more personal note, I met Isla in the UK in 2018. We were both attending a womb awakening teacher training together. And I was just so touched by Isla's energy and the hugeness of her heart. And listening to her sing was just simply, it was a blessing. So welcome, Isla. Mm, thank you so much, Emmy. Pleasure to be here. Mm, no, it's wonderful to have you with us. And I am super, super excited to be learning more about your story and learning from your wisdom today as well. Mm. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? Mm. Ah, this uh, I feel like this question could be a whole podcast just with answering this question or, or many podcasts, infinite podcasts <laughs> answering yeah. this question. Um. I feel I can say and start with in this phase of my life, these, these past few months, I've really been um, focusing my connection to what the sacred feminine means to me as, as in um, connecting to, to the spirit of life, the spirit of creation, this um, the force that has given birth to all that exists here and all that we are part of. And um, through connecting to this force, this energy, how, however it is that I may feel it in that moment. So in some moments it might just be, I, I see the light, I don't know, like the, the light coming through the leaves and the trees. And, and for me, I can go, oh, that's, that's the sacred feminine right there like look at that beauty or it may be um I don't know it may be like breastfeeding my child like that's the sacred feminine in embodiment right now or it may be the earth it may be the elements it may be just a feeling inside of me it may be the warmth of my skin I yeah I'm in this this chapter of really um acknowledging this force of creation and this web of creation that I'm part of and, and uh, kind of actively actively um, engaging with that to give me support and praying to it and, and speaking to it, you know, it, it always doesn't seem right to, to, call, to call it it. But in that sense, it is, is so kind of infinite. It, it's like... A, a name it's the nameless 
what we're speaking about for me is something nameless and infinitely named and um uh, yeah this this journey for me right now it really means a journey of of remembering something wordless and infinitely named inside of myself and finding that feeling in myself because I can look at the light on the trees and go oh that's really nice or I can look at it and be in a bad mood that I don't even acknowledge it or I can look at it and really go like that is that is the sacred feminine like this is all all of this including me and including my sadness and including my joy and all that I feel and all that I experience is this 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 dance this beauty this the light and the shadow of what I feel um is all part of what 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 has these many names the sacred feminine the divine feminine the great mother god spirit mother earth mm-hmm. mm, yeah. oh, that was so beautifully worded Isla that was yeah just just lovely to listen to and I love how mm. you really honed in on this beauty that can be found literally in anything that can be felt literally in anything beauty and the power of it all so thank you for putting it in mm. in in words like that mm. Mm. now Ayla would you please share a challenge with us that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate and understand at a deeper level the sacred feminine power within you and and on your path Yeah, so I, I I feel before I share this experience, I'm it's maybe to go into a, a particular aspect of the sacred feminine, like for me, kind of personally within my body and my experience as a woman. Um, that's connected to this experience, and it's it's really about this this yeah this energy of acknowledging i'm a woman i am i am the feminine form i am the sacred feminine embodied and as because i am woman it is a, it's a very particular you know the sacred if the sacred fem, feminine is embodied in everything it's to acknowledge that and at the same time to acknowledge as a woman we embody that energy in a very, a very particular way and it's and it's different and there's a power and there's a magic there so I'm going to speak about kind of my my journey of coming home and continuing to come home to to that I am woman and what that means for me and the sacredness of of being woman and my womb and my body and that power of of creation that I hold as a woman. So um the experience the a real marking point a pivot point in the in the path of my life was um let me just think about how many years ago it was ooh, five six years ago something like that um and i i actually had an abortion i was in yeah i was in a in a fairly new relationship who is now, is now my my partner and the father of my child who's now three but this was at the beginning of the relationship and 
you know, it's a, of course, it's a long story, but it was just very clear and very, very right in that moment for me to not not choose to carry this life force in my body. And so I had an abortion, which, um, uh, yeah, the, the experience itself kind of stretched out for quite a few months. And I went to this, into this real death phase. I bled for like, maybe it was about three months. I just didn't stop bleeding. And it was this just very, very, very strong time, very emotional, very kind of, uh, very desolate, like really the energy of death. I just felt like everything was dying in my life. I felt like I, somehow I was dying. I didn't feel inspired. I didn't feel creative. I, it was just like winter, you know, dropping, just dropping my leaves and turning into the kind of bones, like a, like a tree, a skeleton of a tree. I just became these bones of myself. And it was so, oh, you know, really in the fire. And um, it wasn't until a couple of months after that that I, well, actually, no, I'm remembering someone said to me in that process they said to me you know when the when the womb bleeds like this um it can be seen like the tears of the tears of your womb there's there's a cleansing there's a grief grieving a releasing process and that was quite revelationary for me I generally before that had not given really any time or space to acknowledge my my womb space and um I began to realize as, as I was bleeding and bleeding and bleeding it was going listen 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 to me mm. speaking to you and um many things many many things happened but uh yeah in in that healing process that took I mean it took a long time really um it called, it called me home. I was called home to this physical part of my my body, but also deeper, like to to begin. That was really the beginning of connecting to this uh, this this energy of the sacred feminine in me. To begin to acknowledge that, to begin to to be in, in dialogue, and to begin to more consciously follow um, yeah follow those those whispers. Mm. beautiful yeah well Isla thank you so much for sharing so openly and vulnerably about this experience I, I am absolutely certain that you are providing a lot of medicine to our listeners by sharing about a topic that so often mm. is still considered a taboo and a lot of women even if they've had the mm -hmm. experience feel very uncomfortable talking about um so I think you are providing beautiful mm -hmm. openings, beautiful portals for women to, to really start to heal at a deep level. And as, as you say, listen to their wombs and, and listen to the messages that their wombs are giving them mm -hmm. as well. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. What, yeah. What, what do you feel 
was perhaps the divine meaning or the hidden blessing in the experience that you went through. I mean, you started to open up about that a little bit already in terms of that connection to your womb and really connecting mm. with that sacred feminine. But how is that all blooming in your life and how is it related to the to the amazing work that you do as a singer and ceremonialist? Yeah, yeah, it's like the threads. I guess we will all have this, and we, when we look back with the perspective we have from where we are now, we can see how the threads were woven, and I can see very clearly how where I am now and the work that I'm doing now it, it goes through and is connected. And sure, it's probably connected way beyond that, but there's there's a very direct marking point there that 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 initiated something and as I I did begin to say a little bit before from from after that time as I as I kind of came out the more intensely intensely emotional process kind of grieving lying confusion you know it was very it was very um I don't know if it's right to say dark but it, it felt it felt dark it was very foggy very dense time as I began to emerge from that, what what came from the emerging was a very clear inspiration of I I want to, I need to, I have to, I'm longing to connect to my womb and to have guidance to connect to my womb and connect to my femininity and and really do the healing work there. So from that moment I I looked for I just went online and literally typed like I think I typed voice I, because obviously I worked with the voice. I was particularly like, okay, I want to, I want to do a course that somehow got the voice incorporated in, in the work in womb works. I typed whatever womb voice something mm. and found, um, found the fountain of life found the, the apprenticeship that, that we, the online apprenticeship that we would have both done before we did the teacher training. And it was just one of those, bam, you know, I, I didn't even have to read anything. I just kind of went click signing up. <laughs> I just so clearly knew I'm doing that. Like I'm doing that. And went in so inspired. I mean, honestly, if I had found that course before I'd had this experience of the abortion, I would just, nothing in me would have been interested. I'd, I'd seen things like this before. And I was just like, no, like, not interesting womb no not interested at all mm. and because I'd been so kind of shaken and stripped bare and really deeply connected to my all that I was carrying within me I was so ready and ripened through that experience of the abortion not just the abortion but that whole process that it instigated that that death and the the kind of yeah that that initiation so I came with it. Really, it really ripened me. It really made me ready. It, it grew me to matured me to be ready to to go on that journey of that study. And as, as you know, that apprenticeship is just so incredibly mind blowing. I was just like, whoa, you know. And it's as it's nine months. Mm -hmm. That was the kind of next phase of that um, transformation, and that. It it was like I don't know how to say like maybe that experience of of having having an abortion and and that whole process was a bit like the kind of the ploughing of the soil of my being you know very kind of like deep 
up and churning everything up and and then the apprenticeship continued to do that but there then came the seeds the teachings the guidance the support like these beautiful seeds being sown into this raw exposed earth and if my earth hadn't been kind of uh yeah if my earth hadn't been turned up those seeds wouldn't have um they wouldn't have sprouted so well you know on a kind of untilled soil as mm. many of them probably would have died but they they just i was just so inspired and from there it it, it just follows after that apprenticeship um i've continued and and still continue to follow the inspiration personally for myself you know i see I, I in some ways i don't feel i have any less healing to do than i did back then <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's kind of ongoing and and deepening like, like the onion you know just layer by layer but hmm. i am um, i did yeah that i i guess i gave myself enough personal experience to then um be inspired to focus my personal work and the work that I share with women to combine what I have been doing for, for a long time which is working with the voice and guiding people to work with their own voice and to co- combine that infusion with working with the womb and with our femininity and with what we can call the sacred feminine and con- connecting to that energy within ourselves and um yeah the transformation work using the tool of the voice and the womb and discovering a whole amazing realm scientific realm about how it's how it's physically connected and energy energetically connected our voice and our womb and our jaw and our pelvis and diving into this whole whole world that I was like how did no one teach me this at school (laughs) (laughs) what the hell you know it's so so amazing so it's it's really I still feel like an absolute baby the more I'm learning the the less I feel I know and the more inspired and excited I get and and um yeah it's it's a continuous requires showing up to following that path and what it brings up you know meeting the self meeting myself meeting ourselves very very deeply Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. absolutely yeah that resonates very strongly for me as well and um, as you say, the journey is ongoing and there'll be yeah. deep, deeper layers of initiations and deeper layers of discoveries and opportunities for mm. healing all the time. Um, and what I found mm. so beautiful at the time mm. that we did our teacher training was that you were then actually expecting your son, isn't it, at the time? Yeah, <laughs> I was maybe, uh, maybe four or five months pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was just a beautiful, beautiful addition to the retreat and such a, it, it just makes such a huge difference to, to all of us when there is a woman amongst us who is, who is expecting, who's carrying a new life inside her. Mm. So that was a really beautiful mm. thing as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would, I mean, you've talked a lot about um, your, your connection to the womb and how this is really deepening 
your your work overall and the work you do with women as well but i would love to touch a little bit on on what you have done also in the past in in terms of um your your time that you've spent with indigenous um uh, tribes and cultures and and how that wisdom and the knowledge you've gained from there is is really supporting you on your path as well mm yeah this is another um another thread another strand of the braid and it's very very significant part of my life um that i still follow and i still i still study with different indigenous teachers and for me it's it, in some ways it's always been something that felt just very simple and you know no no questions for me about oh it does this feel right for me or should i follow that or should i not follow that in any time i've been around indigenous peoples i just feel i don't know i feel like everything makes the most sense or something mm. like that you know like the whole world my life my whole the whole of humanity like it just I don't know how I don't know if that if don't know if it fully makes sense what I'm saying but it's, it's this kind of sense that's not it's not a mental sense it's not a logical sense it's it's like their presence their way of being the often even just the way they their they use their face the way their eyes are lit with a a deep knowing and it, for me it's really a lot about the the connection that indigenous cultures have to the earth the unbroken un un kind of mm, like uncorrupted connection with the sacred of life when you could say with the sacred feminine kind of comes back to the beginning of the conversation like mm. their direct connection with with what what makes this life sacred and whether that's the plants and or the water or the sky or the spirits or the ancestors or the invisible beings or the very basics the food you know um i find a lot of inspiration to um keep walking that path of of coming home to the earth and and living a life for me that feels connected to to nature and to the spirits in a way that's also very simple and this is something i love about the indigenous cultures that i've learned with is in some ways it's immensely complex and sometimes they say things that you're like what does that even mean like i can't even comprehend because it's something i don't know something like amazing stories that like doesn't make sense of the mind or they're kind of magical things that they do but actually always from what i've seen always in essence it's so simple it's so so simple and it's such a teaching in that of to be very easy to overcomplicate i think humans our, our mind likes to overcomplicate things and think that for something to be special or important or sacred or have a worse it needs to be kind of very complicated <laughs> or very mm. difficult or and often for me it's just so simple when i'm in these cultures with these people from these cultures in their ceremonies it's it's so much about song music 
prayer, presence, connection, eyes wide open, dance, joy, and then, you know, the good, the good things, being consciously with the, the good things. And of course, there's so many cultures I've not had any contact with. I mean, so, so, so many, it's very few really that I have worked with, but one tradition that is still still uh, very very powerful for my life is the traditions of Native America, who North North America, mm-hmm. who they work very strongly with the with with prayer, with the medicine of prayer, mm. with the medicine of speaking, really speaking with creation, really being clear with the intention, with really saying thank you, with the prayer of thank you, of, of receiving opening to life, praying with songs, praying with dance, praying with different ceremonies, with with offerings to the earth, offerings of your body, of your flesh, offerings of fasting, working with the fire, with the feathers, with the earth, you know, there's so, so many things. And this, this um, something that's really touched me about the Native American traditions is to acknowledge uh, that a lot of, a lot of their ways as they are now were birthed, as I understand this, um, many of their ways as they are now were birthed from, from the time when they were being exterminated, massacred. You know, it's, mm. it's so brutal and horrific. Most indigenous cultures have a story, including our own mm. indigenous cultures of Europe, have this story of huge, huge violence and bloodshed and so much death and yeah. What emerged with them is these these tools and these ways of of cultivating faith and belief and trust and keeping going. I actually got goosebumps up my arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping going, keeping praying, keeping singing, keeping alive, keeping connected to that which matters, even if it feels totally desolate and hopeless. I mean, mm. I can't imagine how they how they could keep believing in something and they did and they did and their culture is is coming more and more alive again and it's such a medicine for for me and I think for all of us in this time and this world that we're that we're in is is really not it's really not easy time yeah to be alive but to remember keep keep praying keep focused keep your head held high keep that dignity you know how you see these beautiful native beings of so much hold themselves up mm-hmm. that dignity which life I, I kind of I don't know dignity is maybe not the, not quite the right word but you know in that way when you can look at a beautiful horse or I don't know, this, this dignity this nobleness mm-hmm. that's aligned with this energy of life that just keeps birthing will keep going no matter what as we see our yeah. earth beautiful earth doing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely that was again so beautifully said and as you were speaking there I was thinking exactly what you you mentioned at the end how very important this is especially in the, these times of transition um, and in these times when it feels like we are really in a birth canal and being squeezed and, and being pushed into 
mm. a new kind of a reality and how difficult and challenging these times have been for a lot of people. And if we mm. were able to hold on to that notion of simplicity and that prayer and the importance of connecting to Mama Earth and doing that work, that sacred work mm. that really keeps us in alignment with spirit, how much easier it would be <laughs> and, and maybe how mm. much how mm-hmm. much less confusion there would be as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's what's very difficult with, with coming from the Western world is we really have lost, um, you know, we really lost those, those containers and to, to hold us to remember. It got, we, we got replaced with our churches, which yeah. are a sacred space. You know, there is a lot of beauty also in that. I, I sometimes go, I wish I could just go to church every Sunday. It's just I want to go mm-hmm. to the kind of church that I would want to go to. But I imagine if we had that regular, you know, like every Sunday we gather with our community in our church, whatever that looks like for us, and we pray and we sing and we dance and we speak to and we invoke the forces of whatever God looks like to us. Imagine the strength. You come from that on Sunday or whenever it is, you know, whatever, maybe mm-hmm. it's the middle of the night or morning, whatever mm. day of the week. And it, that's going to give you the force and the reminder and the remembering for at least that week. Okay, okay, I was... Yeah. You know that that kind of nudging us to stay in that alignment, and it's. I guess we are recreating in our own ways. We're rebirthing these these containers. These these uh, new teachers are emerging. New voices mm-hmm. to, to yeah. guide us. Mm-hmm. I hope those children aren't really loud in the background. That's <laughs> the school. I think on their break. I can hear them, but that's okay. I think they're just kind of emphasizing what's being said here. So it's all good. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Well, yeah. thank you, Isla. You have shared so much wisdom with us. And I'm I'm gonna be re re-listening to this interview many times just to, mm. to really tune into the messages that you've you've shared with us. Um, if, if our listeners mm. wanted to connect with you and really start to listen to some of the beautiful music and offerings that you have birthed, how would they find you? Probably the best way is just on my website, which is islashafer.co.uk. Mm-hmm. You have to see the spelling of my name. But from there, there they can find all the different strands and different links to different places, depending what they want to, to explore. Mm, beautiful. And and is there a particular song that you would like to share with us uh, based on perhaps what we've been talking about as well? Yeah, so I I do have this song, Rose, which was created in birth during that uh during that nine month um apprenticeship that we that we both did. And mm. um, it was after a women's retreat and it's it's just very much about more the beginning of our conversation, this coming, this remembering, this coming home to the to the feminine inside of us and, and beyond us. And mm. yeah, opening to all that we we are, our thorns and our beauty, all of it. Mm, beautiful and that is is such a beautiful lovely song so I'm really glad that you've 
you picked that one. <laughs> and I shared with you earlier that I actually was listening to that particular song before we started the interview. So there's a beautiful synchronicity there. Well. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate you and everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Mm, absolutely. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful high vibration energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everybody, everything on our planet to remember that we truly are all one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and the more healing there will be for everyone as well. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here.